eight minutes when everything in the world is going crazy? Who's got the time? Put it in perspective though. If you have 1,440 each day to work with, eight of those minutes dedicated to service can make all the difference. Hey guys, it's Dave here with the Operation Save the Earth podcast, episode 57. And I can tell you, finding those eight minutes have been a real challenge for me the past few weeks. Still got them done every day, of course, and with good news to report. We brought our friend Ace Masters home from the hospital the other day, a full week ahead of normally scheduled recovery from such a complex emergency surgery from a brain aneurysm. Now, the Guinness Book of World Records doesn't have a listing for fastest recovery time from brain surgery yet, but I'm thinking about putting Ace's name in because just as I predicted on last week's podcast, he astonished doctors and staff at the hospital with a miraculous rapid recovery. He'll be in full roar at no time. Watch. If you want to send him more well wishes, he loves getting them, I'll include a link for you to do that to this podcast on SoundCloud. It'll be good to have Ace back in the swing of things soon because we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Next month, as you know, is the madness of March and the three-year anniversary of the Fukushima disaster. This year, Operation Save the Earth will be joining with local AZ activists in solidarity with the people of Japan to mark No Nukes Day on March 9th. There will be events in Flagstaff, Tucson, and Phoenix that weekend, and I'll be speaking at the Phoenix event about the Fukushima disaster, informing the next generation about the fight ahead. It's our hope that this kind of unified global event will continue to grow as awareness of the fundamental dangers associated with nuclear power also continues to grow. On March 11th, there's all kinds of events to share in as well, like the screening for 311 Surviving Japan in San Francisco. Director and friend of the podcast, Chris Noland, will be presenting his groundbreaking documentary in the Bay Area next month on the anniversary. So if you're in the area, you won't want to miss it. Again, check the links for details. Step one, guys, it really isn't as tough as you think it is. Now, as you've probably heard already this week, Sister Megan Rice, here I've been pronouncing it wrong the whole time, thanks Kevin Blanche for the correction, has been sentenced to jail for the next three years for breaking into the Y-12 nuclear facility in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Her compatriots from Transform Now Plowshares, Michael Wally and Greg Borchio-Bed, were sentenced to five years each for the same crime. Now, this isn't their first rodeo. All three have done time in the pokey for what they believe in. For their faith and for you, fool. Doesn't everyone get that these three courageous humans are putting themselves literally on the line for all of us? At 84, Sister Megan doesn't have that much time left on the clock, but she will gladly give what she has left for her convictions. She knows just as we do that the nuclear nightmare must end if we're to continue to enjoy the providence of what life affords us. If what the U.S. government is trying to do is deter people from protesting against what's right and just, then they just need to stop what they're doing. The sacrifices of these three other freedom fighters like Chelsea Manning, Jeremy Hammond, Leonard Peltier, exiles like Edward Snowden, and those that have fallen like Aaron Swartz and Michael Hastings, all in the name of truth are having the opposite effect to what the bad guys want. Putting everyone in jail is like sending drone strikes out on U.S. soil. It's over-the-top, obvious, and at the end of the day, bad for business. All the Department of Justice has done is galvanize and strengthened our conviction. For a country that says it believes in the messages of Mandela and King, 
It sure doesn't act like it in the courtroom, as you well know from what's been happening in Florida recently. So the question then becomes, what do you do about it? If you were sick of injustice, if you've had it with war, if you can't stand the thought of another day living in a country that treats its people who are doing the right thing wrongly, then here's your call to action. Do your eight minutes. Get a hold of your congressman. Educate them about what's wrong with this country. Take corporate money out of Washington and return democracy to its true form. You have the power to do this. It's easy. Just like the late, great troubadour Pete Seeger used to say, if there's something wrong, speak up. I grew up listening to Pete and I want to close this week out with one of his songs. We Shall Overcome. Back in the 1960s, it became a powerful anthem for the civil rights movement, and that spirit is needed again now more than ever. It might seem a little old-fashioned, but it's like my man Colson said. With everything that's happening, the things that are about to come to light, people might just need a little old-fashioned. Peace and love to all. Until next time. The whole wide world around the whole